up with concept 714 and with me as always myself fluent rhythm no <laughs> you are always with yourself like we you. have a, a a little different show tonight here yes, a little different episode uh tonight i'm gonna be interviewing the one and only the host of the show of course you can sure. uh i'll tell you what we'll leave we'll leave the third mic open to anyone that wants to come up and there you go and pay the respect any any guest that wants to come up here uh, Mescalito in the house, about to Mescalito, take off, dog. everybody. It's a pleasure. Let's build, dog. Let's build. Definitely, definitely. Be safe. Thank you for the IPA right here. Good to meet you, man. Definitely. What was your name again, bro? Hollow. Hollow the Dawn. Hollow Visions, baby. Hollow Visions. That's right. Oh, shit. We have a very special kind of catch-up episode here tonight. Tonight, I am sitting down with the man of the hour, the man of the week, the man of the year. The one... Oh, the only Concept 714. What is of course, good? We are here at King's Corner. <laughs> DJ Dips on the boards, everybody. Yep, as yep. always here. Now check it out. Hydro the gentleman, as always. Yeah, don't Hydro that. the villain, of course, is in the building. On the photography, as always, with the dope shots. Brown Plague. You know they're always killing it here. And... Tonight, we also have a special guest here as well. We have Nancy Yo Mama Biscuits. Yeah, yeah. Yo Mama's Biscuits the Deuce, baby. Yo Mama's Biscuits the Deuce. And forever, for whoever is reporting her Facebook, suck a fat one. Yeah, you bunch of assholes. Assholes, because we don't care. Yup. Nope. This is Nancy Yo Mama's Biscuits Martinez the Yo Deuce, Mama's baby. Biscuits. Yo Mama's Biscuits the Deuce. Now check it out. Um, this is a very special episode here because we get to do a little catching up. Um, it, who, who do we have sitting here in front of us? What, what's your name, sir? Uh, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> my name is uh, Con, Con Dizzle. Con Dizzle. Seven egg. One Fizzle. Con the Beast, Con Con Dizzle, Con Seven One Four. What is what is a name, man? What? Is, is it is why this, society why? wants you to have a name, man? Because <laughs> it's it's the government trying to keep tabs on you, man. Man. Uh no, my name is Concept Seven One Four. Uh, I'm from a little town down the way named Anaheim, California. Exactly, Concept. Where were you born, Concept? We- I, I was born in on planet Earth. Okay. In, uh, Never heard of it. On the U.S. continent. Oh. Uh, in the state of California. Okay. In the uh, county of Los Angeles. Oh, you were born in Los Angeles. So you weren't born in Anaheim. Uh, well, I have, oh. a, I, have a, I have a reputation <laughs> to upkeep. So for all extensive purposes, well, okay, George was born in oh. L.A. County. Who's that? We don't. 
in LA County in a Martin Luther King Hospital in Compton, California. Dude, <laughs> I was born. So he literally is straight out of Compton. Bro, I was born in Martin Luther King Jr. Hospital in Anaheim. Oh, look How at that. How crazy is well, that? Well, is your Martin Luther King Hospital uh, also been barricaded and unusable? Oh, yeah, it's it's completely demolished. So now, is mine, really. because they, after I was there, I, I just fucked shit up too much. Dude. <laughs> They're like, this baby's just... And uh, we get to sit here and catch up. But Concept, Concept was born in Anaheim, California. Born in Ray. Oh. Well, so, oh okay, that. that makes total sense. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we're catching up tonight, man. Concept, you've uh, you've been real busy, man. Uh, we've yes, been, he uh, has. I, I, I'm your homie here, and um, it, it's been so hard to reach you, bro. Like, I, I can't even get a text back. What the hell? I'm his wife. I sleep next to the man, and sometimes I have to get an appointment in with this kid. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't want to know what those appointments are for. He has to pencil me uh, in to have the, well, anything. Oh, to doctor's babies. appointments. Yeah. No, not making babies. We be making. Um, babies. We have been making babies though. Hey, and congratulations! <laughs> uh, you two have currently uh, had a baby here. Ten correct? month old. Yeah. Ten month old, little Juju B, my, yep. my favorite. Jams. Oh, okay. Juliet. Juliet. Don't let, don't let uh, Jamie hear you. Juliet. Aurora. Oh, sorry. Oh, my favorite is. baby. Jamie is my That's why I, I go, I go, I go, oh, Juju, Juliet, you're my favorite baby. And Jamie, Jamie goes, hey. And I'm like, I said, baby. baby. You're not a baby. And she was, <laughs> my baby. I didn't say girls. my favorite daughter or kid. I said my favorite baby. That's right. Now, Concept, uh, fill us in on a little bit of what you've been up to here. I know you've been involved here in a, in a couple different podcasts, right, um, right, right, a few right. different side projects here. Uh, what, what exactly are you involved here, bro? In, involved in here, bro? Well, what I've been involved in here, bro, is I have obviously Wake the Flock Up has been very successful and very... And not even successful in a manner of like monet monetation, like mon monetary. I'm not saying that. It's not successful. It has helped, but I'm saying that's not my rule ruler of success. Um, in the scene, as a as an entity, it's one of the entities. And that right so it's like success. The B side show, it's an entity, an established entity, right? Shout out to B side show, by the way. B side show. So I'm saying that and that and those uh, uh, OG Husky and Husky Ray, those are entities now known to the scene. Wake the flock up is not known. And we're now known to be that show that you want to come on to for real questions. Like, I've had artists that, uh, you know, I'll talk to and they're like, dude, I want to get on the show. Because everyone tells me when it comes to questions, you got to go to Wake the Flock Up. Wacko came here to divulge the fact that he's leaving the B-side show. He wanted to do it on Wake the Flock Up because he knew the credibility behind the show um, is one that he can trust and that it is the type of place. You don't want to say this on OG Husky and no diss to them because that's a 15 minute interview. It'll be dismissed that, that fast. On a Wake the Flock Up interview, an hour and a half, it'll be established forever. And it's like that kind of place where you would go to divulge that kind of information. You know? definitely, definitely. So as that has been very successful to me, it's also been very, it's a sense of pride. Like, dude, I, I love seeing it. People, I saw the other day a video with someone randomly wearing a Wake the Flock Up shirt. And I was like, dude, that's to me, it's that great feeling. I got recognized at the, uh, the at the gas station. Oh. Someone's dude, I love your shit, dude. Like, concept, concept. We were at the gas station, mind you. We were coming random from, like, ga gas station. We don't even visit that often. Yeah, we were at, like coming from the mall or something, and it was like maybe eight thirty at night, and we stopped by, and uh, all of a sudden, like we were with our kids too. And you I was just pumping gas, bro. Yeah, he gets out, Everyday and shit. as he's walking out, 
concept. Hey, yo, concept. Hey. Right? Yeah. And, and what I love my wife, and the reason that I love her is for these little things, right? She gave me this look like, you deserve Go. Go say hi. You deserve it. You gave me this look like Go handle, right? I have That's your back, right. baby. And you know that. She does have my back. And, and by, what does that mean? So what it's saying is that uh, she's willing to put herself aside in order for me to go do shows, go do this, go do coverage and all that stuff. And babysit the kids. Now, she's not complaining about the babysitting part. It's the fact that I'm not there with her physically. That, you know, as a couple, you always want to be with the person you love. No matter what situation right Plus, there. with the brand new baby, we're, you know, making memories and stuff. Her first this, her first that. I, I haven't know? really missed anything too much. At least I like to think that I really, like, she's starting to crawl and stuff. But I was there. I saw it happen. I was, you know, I try to be there as much as I can. But, um... Uh, admittedly, I am out of the house a lot, but then again, I got a nine to five, and then, like I said, I got this podcast, I got the Baca podcast, and then we squeeze that in whenever we can. And what's the name of that podcast? Each one teach one with Young Baca, and Each that's more of a a release for me. So I wake the flock up. I can't really be too opinionated. I am very, but it's more. I I want to keep it more focused on the artists, right? So I I let them kind of express, and I just kind of. Add on to whatever they're saying. With with young Baca, it's more of an expression and a, and and a, more of an advice kind of column for other artists growing up and stuff. And now you know uh, with Abstract Root, and that's in LA, yep. deep LA. Takes us about an hour fifteen to get there, um, and I'm doing that right. And then hosting shows and bars. And so that show there is, it's called Flow and Tell. Flow and right? Tell with yeah. Abstract Root, and that's yet to be released. We've already put one in the bag, and I got another one coming out this Thursday mm. that we're going to uh, put in the bag, and it's going to release next month uh, for the big old Flow and Tell competitions and the bars and all that stuff that you know he has going on with that show. So that, and besides that, I'm hosting bars. Mm. Uh, the B-Side Album Review Show, I do that every other Tuesday. Uh, so that's with, with Top Dime, right? With with my co-host Top Dime, very very cool, very smart girl who uh, very opinionated, and she kind of really uh, there's no middle ground with her. She just lay it out to you, yep. and that's what exactly what you need on an album review show. You don't need someone that's gonna kiss your ass because you're reviewing an album, bro. Like ultimately, it is what it is. You know, as it should be, definitely. As it should be, and as it's been uh, uh, controversial because. No one else is doing it. And when I mention it to people, they're like, dude, I would never do that. I, I, they're like, dude, I don't know why you, I would never take that job. And it's like, well, someone has to take that job. It's an important thing to be able to tell people that your album's not as good as this person's album or your album's just not good. You need to be able to tell artists that because otherwise they're free immunity to just put out bullshit, right? And if there were two individuals in the scene that I would personally choose to go ahead and, and uh, take on that task, yeah. I believe that you two uh, would be the MCs that would uh, definitely uh, be the best fit for that situation. And for me, it, top, I didn't know Top Dime, but I know her to be a very opinionated artist. The, the only other person I would trust would be like Bonnie Blue, who's just like... She's too nice, she dog. Yeah, she's a very nice girl, but she doesn't need to lie to anyone. She's not like... True. There's not, it's like she doesn't need to struggle to get on shows or anything at this point, so she'd just be like, fuck it. Yeah, it's not great. But she would know everyone, so it would be kind of bias, you know? Uh, but uh, yeah, so her or Foxy, who just like fuck you, this is garbage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she would just tell you that, right? Definitely. Uh, so we're doing that. So I am admittedly out of the house a lot, but uh, it's all paying off, and it's all for a purpose and for a reason. I'm not out of the house 
going to bars. I'm not at the house fucking getting drunk. I'm, I'm out, not complaining. <laughs> and, 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 and to be honest, she doesn't complain, but she does complain. And what I'm saying is she complains about things she should complain about. You know what I'm saying? It's like I tell him, if I give you too much slack, you're going to think that, oh, it's okay to just up and leave to whatever it is that you want to do. And then I have to be okay with it because I was like, oh, you know, I was cool with it maybe once or twice. So what I do is I try to have at least that bit of resistance. I'm not going to be like, oh, why are you leaving? I'm not going to pick a fight every time he leaves because I understand what he's doing. Mm. You know, I may not be in the hip hop scene, mm. but I understand what he's doing. I, I'm, I'm, I guess by association, you know, in the scene. So what I do is I hold it down mm. at home. You know, I, I'm, I guess you could say you're behind the scenes. MCs, take notes, because this is the type of partner that you want to end up with here. Uh, someone that's going to understand what you do and how you work there. And Concept, uh, we've also heard a little something here about an internship that you've oh, been yes. uh, doing here. Am I, can I speak? Uh, can Please. we speak on that? Please, okay. absolutely. Uh, explain a little bit about what you've been doing there uh, with iHeartRadio there. So the way it happened was uh, we interviewed Wax on the show. Mm. You were there, Wax. And uh, we interviewed Wax, and randomly, dude, like, I've n I, I, I never heard of the, of the kid before, right? His name is A.D. A.D. He, he has a, his own show on iHeartRadio called A.D. in the Morning, right? or A.D. on your radio, whichever one you want to play that. And it comes out of an iHeart station, iHeartRadio, downtown in Los Angeles, Sherman Oaks, where, like, uh, Ryan Seacrest is Tafoti... Um, George Nori does uh, Coast to Coast, like legitimate radio, right? And he's in San Diego and he heard, he's Wax, he's a hip hop head. Wax is one of the favorite artists. He heard the interview. And from there. Didn't Wax uh, tweet something? Oh, so Wax retweeted the. Hey, I just did an interview with Wake the Flock Up. Check it out. Him being a Wax fan heard the interview and like he and by his he fell in love with the show. He loves it. And now he just, he's back. He's listening, he's going back and he tells me, like, dude. Uh, oh, I'm going back and just listening to the catalog of the show, which is really awesome to me. It shows that he's a real fan and he just wants to go back before the person that he heard was on, you know? So he's following and he invited me on his show one time, just as a guest. Hey, what do you want to get out? Show mad love and all this stuff. He invited me on there again twice and then a third time. And then we, we had talks of doing this on a monthly basis. Just have me be the, on the last Thursday. Uh, as a guest and then we started doing that eventually I got enough courage and I told him look can I kind of do an internship with Funk Funk Hauser Barry Funk Hauser awesome guy he has like 18 years of experience he's worked with iHeart he 18 with years yeah dude damn that's yeah, dude. a lot bro he's he's like the producer like everyone knows who he is he is the producer to go to if you want something done and if you want it done right and a guy that's gonna know all the projects and all this he that's the dude and luckily, he works with AD, and him and AD are good friends now. And I uh, asked him, hey, can I just stick around, bro? You just come through. He said, yeah. So I've been doing an internship, no, but not really because I'm not legally supposed to be there. <laughs> but they trust him so much that they're just like, oh, let him do his own thing. Um, and I've been doing that for the last two months. Nice. And so at, at our heart studios in LA. And what are your goals there with the yeah. intro? What do you what do you uh, what do you want to go ahead and get out of that um, in, in reciprocation for your you know for for your show? What do you uh, what do you plan on on doing with that in the future? So when I first started as concept, right, um, 
I was a poet. I wrote and do poetry, right? And that led to hip hop. Then from hip hop, it led to the podcast. And from the podcast, it led to the art hat realm. I don't know, to be honest. I just know that I want that experience to be able to say, I know how to work a radio board. I know how to work in the radio environment. And one day, hopefully, I guess, would be the ultimate thing to have Wake the Flock up on iHeartRadio, which we're this much closer because steps have been going through uh, to where we will probably be on iHeartRadio as an iHeart show um, within the next month. So, yeah. uh, in all credit, in all, in all truth, to Barry and AD for making it happen, the noblest, nicest, realest people I've ever met. Just like truest people. And they don't want anything from me, dude. They never ask me for a dime. They never ask me for anything. They're just like, just pay it forward. That's all they tell me all the time. Is, dude, just when there's a newbie coming, school him and, and, and move on and progress the scene and, and the love and all that stuff. But so, so ultimately what I want is... I guess a career and wherever whatever path is going to feed me that career that's the path I want to take and do you know what direction you want that career to go is it is it uh, uh, for a host of a show yeah. for uh, do you do you want to be a, a host of a show for the rest of your life do you want to be a producer do you want to be uh, dude Jimmy Fallon mm. sounding like comedian is now the host of the time so they're endless. Possibilities are endless. Well, who says I can't host the Tonight Show one day? Mm. Right? And it, everyone starts somewhere, somewhere. And it's the path that you take. And the greatness is there if you're willing, like Mescalito said, be crazy enough to believe you can do it. And I've been crazy enough to believe I can start podcasts. Yeah. And I I've still been, remember. And I've been crazy enough to believe that I can get an RA of the Rugged Man interview. Being a <laughs> zero podcast. Being wow. a no one podcast. And I've been crazy enough to believe I can get Raskaz and Master Ace and some of all these people, legendary hip-hop artists. And it's worked so far. So right now I'm crazy to believe that this I heart thing is going to get me to be able to feed my family and give them the life that they deserve. Not just your common life. I'm with, I'm with that. I understand you know, going to 9 to 5, I respect it. But I want them to have a certain luxuries in life that I want to be them to experience. They deserve it, you know what I mean? And I love them enough to work my ass off to get it. And the hip-hop culture deserves a radio show that's not full of bullshit. It's not full of payola. It's not full of just um, advertisements and all this stuff. The hip-hop community deserves a wake the flock up. You know what I'm saying? And I think we all know that. It's just that just we didn't know what, what it was called or what it, what it did. Now let's talk about concept as an MC. What's, uh, what are your plans for, because uh, we, when we started this show, uh, we started this show as an MC to MC interview based uh, podcast. Um, it was you speaking, uh, or us speaking to um, other MCs one on one basis um, and, and, uh, and getting to know them better than anyone's ever gotten to know them before. Um, what's next for concept as an MC? Is, uh, are there plans? Are you just um, taking it as it goes? Are you seeing what happens? Uh, do you have Do you have plans? Um, yes. So, a lot in life that I kind of the way that I'm progressing in my life now it's by being realistic with myself, like totally 100 percent realistic, right? and understanding where I'm at. That's why uh, before I started the show, 
as an MC, I gave myself two years when I was 28. If in, by the time that I'm 30, I have not success, succeeded in hip hop in any way, shape, or form, and that doesn't mean by million dollars or a record deal, it just means if I'm not seeing a progression, then I was gonna lace my boots up, and that was gonna be it. Because, and continue to support and be a fan, but I ha dude, I have family, I gotta, I gotta think of what else I'm gonna be able to do, whether it be another business or whatever it is, to how am I gonna succeed and give them the life that I think they, they what, uh, the life I know they deserve, right? So within those two years, I hit the show and the show is the show now, right? So I don't have to do a lot of explaining about that. The show is building and it is. So that was my two years goal, it was reached, I was happy, I'm like, good, let's move on. Yeah. I'm do so when it comes to the MC thing, I was an MC and you saw me, you know me. I was rocking shows with the the, the MCs you know now and the, at the dirtiest places and fucking uh, uh, Mexican taco shop. Remember we went to that and we <laughs> and we went, everyone wanted to leave. And what did we say? No, get the mics and get the fucking get the amps and we'll rock a show right here. And then we kept everyone there. And we rocked for the other four MCs that showed up to the show. That's right. But that's the kind of MCs that we were. We show up on time early, show up early. We stay there and then we stay late and help move the speakers. That's just the type of MCs that we are, right? Yep. So now I got to realize what's, what's, where's the progression going? So as an MC, I was also starting an album, which I'm very proud of the couple tracks that came out. They were hot. I was dope. I was happy with them. Um, but I, I, as an MC, I don't want to continue on the album path now, right now. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. It felt forced. It felt like I was just doing it kind of to rush against time and like, oh, I got to catch up. To prove a point, maybe. And that's not me. It, it, to prove a point to myself and to other people that were dropping all these other shit. Um, so to me, it was like, okay, let's, um, I was kind of forcing myself to do the album. And that's never been me. Even when I write, dude, it just takes forever for me to write anything. Yeah. Go to the library or somewhere there. I listen to the song, to the uh, instrumental for two days, and I write, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm happy with that process. I'm, I think it's good. I think it's okay for me to do that. So as an MC, I want to do a lot of features, right? But I don't want to have, like, an album. I want to do a couple EPs. I want to continue. I'm not, I don't want, have any plans on stopping or being an MC. Mm. But right now, that's not the main focus of concept. It's in the back burner. It, it's in the back burner, but even that might be too... It's on warm. It's on, yeah, it's cooking. But this right here is on hot, homie. Like When it happens, it happens type of deal. It, but I, I'm going to very, but I'm still going to continue because I think, um, I think that it's good to be able to. So if I'm, if I'm thinking what's best for me, it would be to solely stop MCing and go do the show. Right. That would be what's best. It makes more sense. But if I'm thinking of like down the line for hip hop, right? Oh, that we're multi-talented, we're multi-structural, we can do more things than once. And to have an MC that is also a host of a very successful show, that's a very a very important thing to be able to say that hip-hop has it, it can, can do that. You can do that in hip-hop. You don't have to be, you don't have to stop MCing to be a host. You don't have, you know what I'm saying? And vice versa. Yep. And I want, and I love it, man. I have, I, I always loved it, and even now I still write. Yeah, I was gonna say because I know you, bro. I know that uh, on your time off, when you're when you're alone, when you're when you're sitting there and you have What's your. What's that? What's time yeah, off? This man okay, has time no time off. off. Yeah. 
No, but when you're when you're in your in your own thoughts, when you're you you're you're still an MC, you have your writing process. You're you're a poet at heart. You've always been a poet, and that's how you express yourself is through poetry. And I see it just because I'm your you know I'm your friend. I I I. I, I yeah, you're right. We're not friends. We hate each other. No, uh, but uh, you, that's that's your expressive way of doing things is, is through poetry. Um, and uh, I got to touch on this. Uh, uh, what about the battle rapping? What what no? What's uh, let's touch on that. What what happened with that? I think the battle rapping is also one of those things as. Dude, I'm very much an MC. I'm very much an MC. That's really tr- I almost try to fight being an MC because I know that being an MC right now is not the way to go but there's still very much an MC blood and mentality in me so when I have a, an argument or a discussion with someone the first thing I think is like I should just put this on track <laughs> I swear dude that's the first thing I go to is like fuck it I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay it down yep. and I'm cause I'm confident in it dude even if he can even if he delivers a dope track right I know I'm gonna do the same mm-hmm. so there's never gonna be like oh he got bodied like I don't, I don't ever see me getting bodied unless it's completely so out of the normal I'm sorry. situation. So is body a thing now? Yeah, body's body bagged. I I understand. So you die. You, you but like, you, is that now a thing? Yeah. So so body. So when you get bodied or body bagged, it means that you completely. I lost. understand. I'm just saying. So now it's a thing. What do you mean? Because I remember when it was starting. Remember and then. Well, it, 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 oh, I'll give a, a lot of credit so, to like King of the Dot and URL those battle leagues that. That are like body, like now body. that's a thing, like no, I, yeah. And, and it's it, being body really means you were embarrassed, you embarrassingly lost, right? Yeah. And I don't think I'm ever gonna embarrassingly lose no. to any MC, uh, especially someone around the fucking scene. I'm not ever gonna, I'm never gonna like so sorely lose to them, um, dude. To be honest, right? Like I don't see no, that happening. Yeah. Uh, so whenever, but I do, I do, dude. I, I have been considering it. My man Gremlin battled recently. And he did a great job, and he's not a battle MC. Mm. Uh, I'm thinking about doing it just for sport, to kind of just keep your blade sharp, kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Now, I I, I heard you say uh, at one point you said, um, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You said um, I I tried I tried sitting down writing a battle rap, but it just didn't come out right. Um, can you explain that a little bit? What happened there? I think you have to. You need a little backstory for mm. because. Uh, this particular battle rap and particular person I was writing the battle rap for, I feel isn't worth me sitting down writing the battle rap too. Oh, so, okay. I, dude, I'll, I'll do battle raps and they're a generic foe. Just generic. And I'm not saying battle raps where like I'm gonna go battle someone. So, so, like, so you do like a battle track. It's just a hardcore MC and track that you do that's called a battle track. It's just hard. Yeah, coming at your competition. Yeah. Coming at a generic. Mm-hmm. Even, do sometimes you're coming at yourself. Yeah. You know, you, you're, you play both parts. I got into a little argument with an, an MC in the scene to this rapper, right? And um, I got to a point where I was thinking, okay, he's gonna, I know, knowing his personality now, he's gonna strike. He's gonna mention something that's gonna come out. It might even lead to a battle. Start writing now. Be prepared and have that verse memorized. I'm thinking to myself. As I'm writing the verse, it's good. It's descriptive of what happened. It's coming out. It's profound. It's like picking at them a little bit. And I'm taking hints from, admittedly, I'm taking uh, uh, ideas and hints from my favorite battle MCs. Uh, Head Eyes and Disaster and uh, Uno Love. You know, just like, and I'm like, this is what he would say, that kind of stuff. And halfway through the verse, I'm like, 
it's such a waste of time for what yeah. I do. For me, like for me, it was just like, ugh, dude, this could be. I could be writing. I could release a poem. I can really get into this is into like a scenery or something. But it was mostly like we met this day and I told you that and this isn't that and I was like very it was a very simple way of rapping to me it seemed yeah. and I was like Ugh. I was over it immediately I still have the verse but I didn't continue to write anymore after that after the first verse I was just like Ugh. and and the caliber too of MC again I was just going against my own blood pressure rising I was just like oh this motherfucker you know so it was a compulsive type. it was a comp- exactly what it was it was compulsive so then I started realizing like I think the word Im- impulsive oh there you go it was, Im- you go. It, was it was an impulsive uh, reaction to the situation and now and then when I well, after writing it I think I, I kind of cooled down because I let out what I wanted to say and I realized and looked at it I was like dude this cat's no one like literally he's he can't go any higher and I know in his personality now I'm like okay that's why you're fucking 40 and have done nothing with hip hop you're not, you're not professional or mature in any way, shape, or form, dude. Like, so you're never gonna. It's not like he's gonna mature in the next six months and blow up. I'm like, fuck this dude. Like, it doesn't matter. And move on. That's what it was. Well, uh, there was one question. Uh, when, uh, I believe the other day you you uh, you had to, happened to post something up. I usually don't bring up Facebook stuff, but uh, uh, there was one question that you didn't happen to answer. And uh, someone had asked you, um, "What are your goals? Uh, what do you or what do you plan to accomplish with Wake the Flock Up?" And I knew the answer to that just because you know I'm, I'm involved with the show. Um, but I just wanted to know what your thoughts were. That on what is your what is your ultimate goal with Wake the Flock Up? Um, we we know your goal there as as concepts I want for you're, you're obviously building more with with other podcasts we make creating other uh, you have the wake the flock up network now um, with that we uh, that we've currently uh, that's going to be dropping here pretty soon I, I believe we're gonna have an official launch for that right yeah we'll have an official announcement right now we're secretly just adding it to the flyers and logos of our mm-hmm. so because we've grown into these three new shows that we're developing they're all three very different shows for three very different purposes I was thinking man well, there's got to be a way that we can kind of centralize everything so we got to get our own platform our own collection of stuff and no no big no, no pun intended <laughs> good choice of words no, bad <laughs> choice of words I know but we got to get I was our, being sarcastic. our own network our own network of stuff because it makes sense and then eventually maybe Fulham wants to come up with his own podcast why not have it catch the I same? I support you 100%. Yeah, Fluid, you. The Fluid Rhythm Podcast. That'd be dope. That's in the works. I don't know if it's going to be oh, called okay. that, but yeah. uh, we'll, we'll figure something out here. The Flu Flu Hour or some dope. <laughs> yeah, the Flu Flu Hour. There we go. The Hustle and Fluid? Uh, once, once the name comes, you know, like you said, it'll <laughs> yeah. come naturally and all that good stuff. So I wanted to kind of have a brand that we can all we can centralize everything out of. Um, so... And the Wake the Flock of Network just made sense. It was just like the Wake the Flock of Network. Easy, cut it through, cut through all the bullshit. No new name. Cut the Wake the Network at waketheflock.net. That's where we'll have all the shows that pop up. What's the ultimate goal? The ultimate goal. I mean, we're at we're at a hundred episodes. Yeah. You've had how how much of your get or of your wish list have we crossed off now? About three, thirteen names. Thirteen names out of. Po- oh, I don't know. I have a count. Approximately oh, thirty. About thirty, about maybe 30. more. Okay. Maybe forty. 
about 40. Okay, so a quarter of the way should down you want, there. Should I, should I number them? I guess I should number them, right? That'd be yeah. cool. Go down that list and number them. Okay, and, and, and to this, no, I don't think any names have ever been removed from the wish list. Like, there's another one that I said, okay, I don't, but they've been added, and they get added like all the time. I think I just added a couple of uh, Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, He's coming up soon. This is this. Uh, we're working oh, oh, whoa, it. We're, no, we're, we're working on it. It's, t- full disclosure, there's no path has been taken to hope booking them yet. But I'm working on looking through the emails and how I can reach him. Uh, that that right there was Yeah, added. don't tell JB a secret. God, <laughs> I'm uh, so I'm saying the names are added as we go and as I, as I meet people and all that stuff. Um, so 13 names. But ultimately, the end game of the show, I honestly don't have an answer for you. Maybe ask me that in another year or so. I, I, I go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I think if I do recall when we've had this conversation about numbering your the people on your list, you say you didn't want to number them because you don't want them to be in that specific order, or for them, or like for instance, let's say you get number 27 out of 40, you don't want them to feel like oh that's the order that you wanted to go down. That they're all as equal as you wanting to meet and interview them as number one from to number 40 you just keep adding them that's why they keep going down the list and that's true and that's true but i will say this admittedly there are some that have like stars next to them right and and those are just the ones that for me personally would be because an amazing feat as a as a human as an right. just like as, as george it would be like i've always wanted to just Meet, shake the hand of this person. And I have a few on there too. And you do. You know? And we cross out Potluck. <laughs> yes. There shout out go. to Potluck. Didn't you Potluck? interview Potluck? I just, I, yes, I got there the. You go. Uh, oh man. And, and I a got couple chills. friends. Valley wanted Snow the product, so we added Snow on there. She and uh, Valley Johnny, doesn't count. Johnny B wanted uh, Mad Lib, so we added Mad Lib. So it's just all this stuff. And I would love to sit down with these people. But for me, like the stars would be like Slug, mm. right? And Ant from Atmosphere. Dude, I, I got to interview Cut Calhoun yeah, cut, on my own yeah. in LA yeah. at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, yeah. and it was amazing. And, I just have to say. And to, to this, Fluent, and I've told you that, that one, it was like, I don't I don't even want to go do it. And I don't mean that I don't want to do it. I think Fluent would get much more enjoyment out of him doing it. Oh. So go give it a Fluent. Fluent yeah, fucking you, you loses my doing this. So to me, it was like, yeah, go do it. Knock yourself out. That was the best, one of the best times of my life. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, Only but, because he got to eat Roscoe's. I think that actually I, I did not eat. You didn't eat? No, I didn't eat. I was so uh, focused on the interview yeah. that Good I did. For you. And even Cut was like, "Come on, man, you can eat chicken and waffles. Come on, what's going on? You're offending the black culture by not eating chicken and waffles with them, bro. Oh, come on now. Come on. Oh, did they have chicken and waffles? They did. They okay, ate. so is it really a stereotype? This motherfucker oh, ate okay, chicken and waffles. Okay, okay all right. Did he wash it down with a grape soda? Be honest. Uh, no, he did not. What? Shocking. I know. Malt liquor? What controversial. No. <laughs> uh, Old English. No, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Cut Calhoun did not. But he was hot. He, he was hot. No. He didn't smoke weed? No. Oh, what? We're in Roscoe's. We're going to blaze up in Roscoe's. Beforehand. No, but I'll tell you what. Potluck. <laughs> potluck. Yeah. They uh, they smoked out of my beezy there. Yeah, I do not smoke anymore. Wow. Yes. Oh yes. Wow. Yes. Fluid. Huge Fluid. announcement. Fluid just said it out loud. Huge it, announcement. It dawned on him that he doesn't smoke anymore. Okay. Yeah, when we first started this podcast, yeah. I was the biggest pothead in the world. 
I've smoked daily every single day since I was 15 years old. Smoke weed every day. Every day. And, but not uh, no more. And, and uh, you know, I was involved with my own uh, medical marijuana clinic and everything. And, and now I can honestly say I'm a month and, uh, and a week clean. Nice. Uh, Good and, for you. And I love it. And I, I love it. It's a whole new, uh, whole new lifestyle, whole new uh, path for me here. So, yeah. um, honestly, and wait, and it's only gonna get better here. But wake the flock up. Um, we've uh, we've been on this journey, man. The the interviews that we've done, uh, that we're going to do, it's gonna be amazing. Like like I said, we're we're at uh, this is our hundredth episode, right? Or, I, or yeah. close to it. So this, um, uh, so for the hundredth episode, I had a couple of ideas, right? But I was just like, dude, fuck it. To just do a, a, a down-to-earth, serious interview and have fluent interview you so you can really talk about the stuff that you really wanted to That's right. kind of talk about. Instead of doing this big fiasco and this big thing, I was like, just be realistic, be you. So this will be and is the 100th episode of Wake the Fuck Up. So your 100th Ooh. episode pretty much describes you. It, In it's, other words. it's where we started. It's where yeah. we started. Fluent was our very first guest. Yep. I was our second guest. But even as, as Fluent being the first guest, we were still kind of interviewing each other during yeah. the interview. It started with us. <laughs> That's and the way it started. 100 episodes later, yep. it's, it's still going with us. And 100 episodes that have been, I can't, I can't, I honestly cannot say that I didn't have fun and enjoyed doing every single one of those. They were all awesome. They're all something I'm very proud of. And you can go back. And check out every single one of those episodes and tell me you didn't learn more about the artist That's right. than when he got in. Which Even like Rocka, who has been around forever. Dude, you knew more about Rocka from that interview than you yeah. ever did out of Rocka. And before. that was the whole point of That's when you point. started. I still remember when you came to me and you said, babe, I have this crazy idea. And I'm like, all right, lay it on me. And you said, I want to start a podcast. And the first thing you said, aside from I want to start a podcast, and you gave me the whole spiel of Adam Carolla and this. Yeah, yeah. And he, trust me, he went deep into I got that spiel too. Okay, no there worries. you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, the one thing you told me is you wanted people to get to know the artists on a more personal level. And I think that you have succeeded in doing that. And I am very proud of you for doing that. You know, I mean, like I said, I'm more of an association. You know, I'm in the scene by association, but I can see your hard work and I can see how you had a goal, you had a dream, you turned it into a goal, and now it's like a reality, you know, and you deliver. Yeah. And not a lot of people could say that. I second every word she said, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been a crazy, crazy ride, right? It's been a lot a lot of hard work and, yeah. and I don't just mean the physical aspect of like doing this editing and doing all that shit booking yes um, I know <laughs> emotionally right emotionally and mentally it takes a, a big dra- it, it drains you very much because mm-hmm. not only are you worried that your sh- the last episode wasn't good or as good you're worried about booking your next so you're, so you're mentally always thinking about it and she tells me like She'll go like, oh, you know, you need to focus and start thinking about and kind of do your priorities straight, right? And I respect it because that's true. As a a husband and a father, my priorities need to be them and they always are that. But something that I kind of like don't tell her directly is, well, if I get this, then they'll be okay in the future. So if right now I hustle and go ahead and do these, the goal, ultimately the, the purpose of me going to go do that is that in the future, 
the kids will be okay and you'll be okay yeah. if this succeeds, right? So you need to put in a lot of hard work and determination. Dude, I don't want a fucking nine to five. I, I love working. I love work. I'll work and I'll volunteer. I hate my job. Join the club. I don't want a job. I want to be able to work. Dude, I'll work from seven, from five in the morning to two o'clock in the night. I don't give a fuck, but I don't want a job. I don't want to go work for somebody else. I wanted this to be my job, my career. I want this to be where I'm making my money out of, and I want this to be something that I'm contributing for. And if they can meet at a line where I'm feeding my family and providing something new for hip hop and, and, and showing hip hop in the positive light, uh, that's the ultimate goal. So if you ask me what the ultimate goal of the show is, it's that. Hear that, sponsors? <laughs> you hear that? Come well, that, on now. Yeah. Investors? And, admittedly, dude, it's very hard to monetize I'm talking it. to you. It's hard to monetize that mentality of, yeah. of I want to do good. Yeah. Because the money comes when you need to, you do a little bad like oh you do like a side deal and you need a couple grand or whatever right so you but you want to be a pure and good individual and you want your kids to look up to you so then don't take that money to wear that shirt if you know that shirt is not good for, for you or your image right that's when you cross that line and maybe the people that gave millions of dollars are willing to do that they're hence your sex tapes and all this other shit that they're willing to sacrifice their... Are you telling me we're going to drop a sex tape? <laughs> I'm telling you why we would never drop it. You heard it first here. <laughs> I, Spring 2016. I want to be able to... Dude, I want to be old soon. and look back and be able to say... Concept I, 714. In the world. Inches. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Hey. 714 inches. I like that. <laughs> Seven point nice. th- 7.14 inches. <laughs> Wow! Shout out! Shout out! <laughs> I, that was too specific. You heard it. Too specific. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. Wow. Okay, concept. Yeah. Concept. Wake we're gonna. Up. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. All right. We're uh we're gonna go ahead, um and uh, end this one out with a, a little thing I like to call five rounds. Easy. <laughs> with fluent rhythm. Okay. All right. I'm listening. So this is five specific questions that I have for you here um, that uh, I'm going to ask you if uh, if you cannot uh, or will not answer the question. <laughs> okay. You will be knocked out. Yeah. And I get your dope ass shirt there. Um, <laughs> and if I win, uh, or I mean, hell, I'm I get I get your way. shoes. Uh, yeah. yeah my, those my, are his. Interview. What are those? Uh, my, yeah. What are those? I want you to know that JB wore his I'm going to interview the shit out of you shoes. Yeah, that's right. I wore my white boy Wait, shoes. Wait, not, not, <laughs> knowing that I'm going to face these five questions is very, very on your, you know, very nervous. I'm, 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 now now you know feel. what artist Mescalito was like, all right. Ding, ding, ding. No. <laughs> like, I'll ding. You ask, I'll ding. You're going to ding? Yeah. All right. First round. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> what is your most memorable moment? On Wake the Flock Up. Oh. Good. Yeah, it's a good one. Memorable moment. Well, it's been beat to death, but the RA thing is pretty memorable. <laughs> that whole yes. RA, the Rugged Man situation was pretty cool. Uh, uh, Besides the, the pants. Okay. Uh, the <laughs> Slum the Resident situation was pretty cool, too. Okay. Uh, letting, you know, get, talking to him and, and being realistic, which is an example of how you should take criticism. I'll give full credit to Slum for being a man about it. 
Definitely. And I hope, dude, come on, fuck. He, dude, he literally, I told Slum that I wasn't, I don't really dig his shit. But I had mentioned it in a, in a prior interview, and Slum was there, not me. I didn't know he was going to be there. So then again, I saw, I'm like, if I don't tell him now, he's going to hear it, and then he's going to be like, dude, I was standing right there, and Constable didn't tell me shit. That was a little bitch, dog. He could have said something. I know, you know. So I said, okay, I got I to gotta approach Slum with this. And I'm not saying his career was whack. I'm saying that one song, I wasn't feeling him. And I, I judged him solely on that song, and it was a big mistake. Because I, now I've heard other tracks, and he's really good. He's really dope. So um, hearing that track, it was, the track's not good. And even he said, yeah, no, it's, not, it's not one of my best tracks. I told him, Slum, someone asked me who I wasn't feeling in the scene, and I, and I told him it was you. I wasn't really feeling that track. He didn't bitch. He didn't complain. He didn't. He didn't trigger take social fi- media. Rant on Facebook. Trigger fingers didn't tw- didn't turn to Twitter fingers. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> he I didn't take on social media. He didn't maybe? bitch and complain on social media about it. He like he went. He said this. Okay. Yeah. He goes, dog. No disrespect. I don't give a fuck, mm-hmm. dog. Like you don't like my shit. There's all these other people that obviously like my shit. And we spoke to it like men, and it was that. So that was really memorable to me. Um, and now you guys are the bestest friends, right? And now we're now, yeah. No, 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 no. no but, but you guys look like brothers, by the way. Everyone tells me that. <laughs> Do I look like Slum the Resident? Do you guys yeah. tell me? I'm gonna be honest. Concept I'm darker. Constant the Resident. Con the Resident. But those are memorable. Outside of that, dude, just meeting anyone off the wish list is very memorable to me. That's why I don't take pictures of them crossing their names off. Because it's already... Everyone tell... Oh, remember like when we've had the... Like, you don't want to take a picture of them? I'm like, it's up here, though. It's up here. And I just like, told my wife, babe, yeah. you don't need to take a picture of everything. Like, the baby's walking, take a picture. Keep, enjoy this moment. Keep it in the real, and then... But what if I get Alzheimer's when we're older? <laughs> huh? Yeah. That's good I mean, point. I might want a point of reference of things. Well, if, if I'm guessing you'll be older, and if you see your child walking, you can assume she started walking one day, right? I don't know, you know? this. Okay, she's just better. She'll be she'll be changing. <laughs> yeah, she can't have fucking. She'll be changing your diapers anyways. Don't worry. So, what is the most memorable moment? Um, I don't like if, if like if I had to pick one. One. If you can, no. I'm just <laughs> if I had to pick one, I'm gonna go with. Uh, who you say this one? I I think this. I mean, look at how far you've gone. Yeah. You know, think about it. How your very first episode, how you started, where you started, you know, and how you, that little dream became so this. Memorable means memory worthy. Yeah, this is this is a pretty memory worthy. The 100 episode. It's just the that means a lot. It means a it lot does. to be here. Round two. Ding ding ding! Sorry, I fell asleep there for a minute. <laughs> what is your least memorable moment on Wake the Flock Up? How am I gonna remember my least memorable moment? Oh, come on. <laughs> See? Oh, are you talking about oh, my... my uh, I don't, li- uh, I I don't know what my least favorite, uh, favorite no, artist no, is, but I don't said. listen to that. I think what you mean is what's my least favorite moment, right? Like my yes. Least favorite? What, if, if there was one moment that you could totally just wipe out of your memory on Wake the Flock Up, what would uh, it be? Okay, that's a good. That's a, good, that's a fair question. My least favorite moment... Uh, no holds barred. Don't right. hold back. Well, and I don't want to like... Uh, no, 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 no! I'm saying because he, it, it, we, we didn't even air the episode. Like the eight percent thing was really. We had an artist named Eight Percent came on the show, super high, and he was wearing like a jacket. 
like a, like a windbreaker and it, every time he would move that sucked but even that didn't really matter because we just moved on to the next one so that 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 moment was really like but it was a learning experience that you don't have to be okay with everyone you interview you know what I'm saying like and I called him like dog your interview was not great your shit high and your jacket was loud as fuck it's distracting <laughs> we're just not gonna air it you know um Outside of that, I don't remember in like Wake the Flock of Reference having a bad time doing any of the interviews. I can't say that I. What I do? What? Go ahead. I remember when when and I ain't gonna put out the name. D- DJ nah. Dips in the house, by the no, way. No, 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 because because it's a mutual respect thing. Okay. Um, I remember one of the interviews you had and. This dude, you ended, usually the episodes go about what, almost two hours-ish? Yeah, an hour and a half-ish. And I think yeah. that one went for like 45 minutes. Uh-huh. You know who it was. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, you're breaking it. Uh, he was not very good at At be- all. But, but in his defense, dude, it was his first ever. And for this to be your first interview, that's, that's a lot. Yo, I ain't, I ain't even going to front, dude. I just, I think you get down to the nitty gritty on people. Yeah. That people don't know what the fuck to say. Yeah. You get them with the fucking questions that I fucking sit in the office. And you know, I listen to pretty much everything. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, he's fucking grilling him. <laughs> and you went in hard on old dude. Yeah. You went in like, well, what about this? What about uh, 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 when you stutter more than you fucking answer the question? Yeah. That's grilling. And, and and I'll say this. It's not me intentionally trying to grill you. No, right? but it's your natural questions that yeah. you ask yeah. that, that a lot of people really want to know yeah. that know this person as an artist. And it's, it's your opportunity as an artist to talk about these things and that's why i lend it to them to like bring them up and then i i go and move in kind of like if i see the move like a snake says you move in it strikes that kind of okay what is he talking about boom bringing this topic because you're gonna want your audience to know that in the future he was just so green and not i'm saying that in a bad way he's just no. so green to the scene he was a greenhorn for sure he was green that he just didn't he didn't know how to answer so, the question. So he went directly where, and I'll give him props, where MC, he just wanted to rap. He just wanted to rap. No, 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 no let me just rap for you. He Yo, rapped he like did. three times. He did. He, did. he rapped like three times throughout the thing. And I was Yo, like. did you ever air the episode? Yeah, it's aired. But oh. he rapped like, and there was no ending to it, because I think I just cut it. I was just like, okay. Because at the end, it was just like, this kid's just not giving me anything, dude. He, he's, he, he didn't know what to say He to didn't you. know what to say. He didn't know what to say to you anymore. <laughs> but he's, I respect him as an artist. He, he has a hustle. He's good. And yeah, he I, is. I didn't, I respect him more than I respect some, like, veterans because he's, um, I think he's innocent. Like, he's just like, yeah, I'm just innocent. If you really know the guy, yeah. he, he's, he's actually a troubled kid that, I, used, I that. that used hip-hop and rapping as a form of what's the word I'm looking for as the, the uh, an outlet yeah, it's, a, it's like That's a defense mechanism because he actually came from jail and he started talking about his life and rapping about his life yeah. and he's, he's he's not the greatest but he's he's still wet behind the ears and, and on the episode I almost asked tell him that I tell him that almost like word by word I'm like 
what's going on here? Because I can feel you. Why are we jumping straight to wanting to rap instead of answering these questions? Like, what's happening? What's going on in your life? Yeah. I could see this, kid. I, I mean, like, you could, you could see y'all. I remember you called me that day and you said, Fluent, you need to meet this kid. Uh-huh. Uh, all he wants to do, he's like, all he wants to do is just rap. Yeah. Just rap, rap, rap. And that's cool. But why? Kid wants to rap. Why? It's why we got, it's what we're trying to figure out. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan's a little more, it's more out there. You can kind of tell more. Yo, but, and, and with, then with on, on, on another point, a lot of your, your questions, your 12 rounds, yeah. are pretty harsh. Yeah. And I don't mean that in no bad way at all, but to me, religion is a big thing. Yeah. And not like, I'm a Jehovah Witness, I'm a Christian, I'm a Catholic, I'm an atheist. No, 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 no. It's very personal. And it's something that somebody can either get offended by yeah. or be like, why the fuck are you asking about my religion? Aren't we here to talk about my fucking rap career and no. why? But but there's yeah. just so many different ways and, yeah. and, and you fucking throw people off with it. Yeah. The first time I heard it, do you believe in God? Yeah, that's a, that's a bold, it's a it's bold a, question and it's going to be a bold answer because you're going to go, yes. And, no. now that, and now yeah. that has a bunch of follow-through that you need to do. Or no, and that has a bunch of follow-through that you need to do. And you're or saying... Or their answer is the follow-through. Yeah. It, it, which, but I take pride in those questions. And I think what it is is the question leading up to that question as well. It digs in. <laughs> it's just like... Da, 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 da. <clears throat> yeah. Uh-huh. Each more difficult than, than the last. The last. Yeah. And they know. So and they're prepared for a difficult question at that point. Yeah. It's deeper in, into the So while the very last one mm. being the most difficult. And yet, That's what throws them off. And yet the very easiest one for some and the most complex for some. And it's know? a one-worded question. And someone will like, that's not a question, dude. That's the only question. That's why? like the only question that matters is why. And they're like, well, what do you mean? Dude, what's your why? What is your why? And then they'll respond as an MC. They'll respond as a father. They'll respond as a Christian, as a Muslim. To whatever their mind goes to to answer the okay, question, stop. why? Stop. Yeah. Why? Mm. <laughs> why concept seven one four? Why is my name concept seven? No, no. Why? I want to know your true from the bottom of your fucking heart, dog. From the bottom of the soles of your feet. Mm-hmm. Why? The why would be because. Um, wow. It's necessary. Um, it's so it's necessary and it's needed. Right? There's no one else doing it, and I feel I can do it. Why? Because. Um, I don't want to die and not leave anything. I don't want to. My kids are going to be okay, dude. Right? Julia, Jamie, my wife, they'll be fine. As me as a man, I want to leave a positive legacy. And I cannot do it on a, on a small scale. I want to do it on a larger scale. I want to be like, remember, like, not that I'm on that level, but like Tesla and and all those like names that you think about that made a contribution to something, right? I Why wanna... do you feel that you ain't that high um, on, in the ladder? Just because I, I, they're already years and years and years above where you've 
made a fucking huge impact in the last two years? Aside from this person who's done the same impact in 10 years that you've accomplished it too. I, I think it would be, it would be on You know how you've told people you don't give enough credit to yourself? Yeah. Welcome to your own answer. I appreciate that. I, I really appreciate that. Um, and, and that's why. Because um, we don't give ourselves enough credit as like youth. It's like being young and, 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 and that. Society doesn't want to give us that credit, right? So we need to be able to let them know that we can't do it. Wake them up and, and, and look, man, we're smart, we're intelligent. This generation is not blown as shit, even though everything tells you that it is. <laughs> this generation is not, dude, but because but the, the ones that are that are behind the scenes, you know, the, the ones you don't hear about doing the shootings and the murdering and the raping, there's no news stories about that, right? You and, know what's fucked up about the news is you never hear the good shit. That's what I'm saying. And in hip hop, you don't hear the good shit. In hip hop, you'll hear uh, Jay Z married Beyonce and went off the trip. Like you hear that shit, and that's fine. I get it. That's what sells. So to me, the why would be because I I believe that I have more to offer than my nine to five portrays me to have to offer. Like you, you know what suck is, and I'm gonna use this commercial rapper singer MC. Was it Akon? Yeah. Who who just fucking contributed almost. Like 600 million, right? 600 fucking million. Why didn't they put that in the fucking news to say that he just fucking put power to what? Almost a, a, a few hundred million, hundred million fucking people in Africa? Yeah. That's fucking huge, bro. Because For one man to do that? Because that's why. Because it, one man could do that. So where are all these organizations? What's happening with all this money? What the fuck does it matter? If they could, that could go one down man there. just fucking changed... How many lives? But they don't want you to know that because no. you, they need you to, st- to keep feeding the Red yeah. Cross and the Brew Cross and the Green Cross because, dude, if Akon can go down there millionaire and put up these fucking light posts, why did it take an organization that's been around 30 years to do the same? How come the Red Cross couldn't do a hospital already? Like, what the fuck is happening where it takes a rapper who had extra change in his pocket to go do it? Because that's extra money. If you got 600 bucks, 600 million you waste on lights in Africa, how much money you got in your house? Right? What's happening? They don't want you to know the real shit. They don't want you to ask too many questions about anything. That's why they keep it narrowed down. And that's why the liberal media is the best media. That's why Wake the Flock Up is the best type of media. The media you can depend on. I don't get paid from CNN and Fox. There's no money in my pocket. Dude, there's no one going to... I'm never going to sit here. I've done average... uh, uh, um, promotional interviews for like ends for his album and I've already had ends on the show like it's not gonna be someone that pays me to promote and do that shit that's not what it's about when the minute that you do that shit you lose all credibility that's why CNN is nothing now they lost all credibility dude you can't trust I can't trust what's coming out of your mouth best liberal media the best media is the liberal media because they're independent media boom 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 this is the other shit that's what I want Wake the Flock Up to be considered as a realistic journalism journalistic venue for artists to come down and a hip-hop kid did this not a multi-million dollar corporation a hip-hop kid from Anaheim was able to put this together and build one of the hey. realest shows and all credibility all credibility aside on his own fucking money on, on his own money out of my pocket with and, two with two kids and a wife yeah and you still come out of fucking pocket struggle hard work determination ambition uh, and all that stuff is what's building the show and and at the end of the day I, uh, I'm not the only one that can do it. 
You can fucking do it. Stop fucking getting drunk and high all the time. Read a book. Pick something up. Like, be smart, dude. Be more than what they want you to be and they portray your favorite rapper to be. Dude, 50 Cent never smoked weed. He doesn't smoke weed. And he talks about rolling blunts and twisting Philly. Dude, he doesn't smoke weed. He admits it in interviews. People say, dude, I've never seen 50 smoke a blunt. Look it up. He talks about that shit all the time. That's what sells. Round three. <laughs> Round three. Round three. Let's hear it. <laughs> Hold on, here's my dinger. Hey, the wife puts in two. Round three. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. If you could have any guest on the show, uh-huh. dead or alive, uh-huh. who would it be? <laughs> Got him. Take your time. Take your time. Tupac's hologram. <laughs> Tupac hologram. Um, I have, I have thought of the idea of flipping the, the wish list over and writing Tupac in the back because I'll never get to, so therefore I'll never stop, right? Well, you mean you'll never travel to Jamaica where he's living? <laughs> or, or Cuba. <laughs> Cuba, Cuba. Cuba, there you go. Uh, Ooh, but I like that I thought, I thought doing that, I'm like, I'm gonna flip this over and write Tupac at the back and then people are gonna look at it and be like, oh, he's dead. I'll be like, yeah, that's why I can't stop because until I get to meet him, that's when I'll stop. Um, Ooh, th- that's a fucking deep wow, that, that So I've thought about this. So if I can, dude, if I can honestly sit here dead or alive if I'm gonna go dead, I would love to sit with Tupac, like, and like realistically, like, have a conversation with the man, right? That would be. Why amazing. do you say Tupac and not um, uh, Bob Marley, Elvis Presley, um, Big Pun, um, uh, Guru? Why, why, why not any? Why Tupac? Uh, on a personal level, so every time personally, be which is very much the wish list, right? On a personal level. Uh, Pac reached me and has reached me more than any of those artists you just mentioned. Um, and there's so much that we don't know about Pac and so much we think we know. That's why we still believe he's alive. Like he's that loved and that missed, right? That sitting with him and realistically, or sitting with him and getting out of his own mouth what happened that night. What went down? Did you see the car? Did you not see the car? Do you know who did it? Do you not know who did it? Pac could very much well pulled up, saw, saw who did it. Like, oh pulled shit, out. that's John. That's, oh, that's- I recognize. Or was it a complete stranger or did you just not see anything? He was, he was, he was still alive and awake when they came and got him out of the car. He was speaking to Suge. He was checking up on Suge. Like, are you Okay. And Sugar was like, oh, I'm fine. Or you got shot. He goes, dude, you got shot in the head. Like, there's this whole conversation that took place with Pac and Sugar. And Pac was still alive for like a week and a half before he died. Dude, what happened in this time? What went down? That's what I would love to know, right? And also, I mean, it, I, I like to think, uh, in my Christian beliefs, he's in heaven, right? That I would like, what's that like in your eyes? What, what's going on? What's happening between you? If you're there, <laughs> if if he's there, if if and what I'm saying is, I, I believe in heaven. I don't really believe in hell, and I'll, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. It's like there is people that I think deserve a hell. Like I fully believe there's child molesters and rapists, and and then the easy ones you go like Hitler and all this stuff. Like, dude, there's no way that you negatively impacted so many lives and not deserve a repercussion at the end of your existence, right? That has to. That, I believe in God, and God is just. And if and, and if my God is just, then this is He deserves His just deserves, and you deserve to be in pain for the rest of existence for 
all the damage you did. Even that one child you molested. You deserve punishment for the rest of your existence for that life you fucked up. Right? I think the same for Pac. Like, you deserve heaven for the lives that you've touched, the, like, the people that you've um, inspired for all the all, all the little wondrous things that we talk about Pac like he was a poet he was a prophet dude that right there gives you hope in humanity regardless of who it is it gives you hope in like being alive and people the fact that Pac was able to change the world that much right so Pac would be the dead one alive Neil deGrasse Tyson the guy just added on he's an astrophysicist wow physicist is just a word for expert in astros space cosmics blah 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 he's a perfect example of how knowledge right can intertwine with modern day living he's on twitter dude he does interviews with john stewart and and stephen colbert like he's that dude you can modernly be a very wise and intelligent human being can we get one more uh oh, oh, some oh okay so yeah let, let's let's say you cross everybody on that list now you've just flipped that page over. Yeah. You get up to heaven, let you in the gate. You're setting up. <sighs> You're stretching. Yeah. <sighs> stretching. <sighs> All right, Pac, come in. And they walk in, and God says, "Sorry, he's not here yet." Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, like, in Cuba. <laughs> he's in Cuba. He's in Cuba. I would be like, "Got you." Oh. What would you do? But I, I would, I would be, I would be like that. But look. Would you be mad as hell? Like, ah, damn. And I'm and I'm answering this, this motherfucker. I, I'm answering this as a as a hip hop head. Like a hip hop head would be Pac, right? But if I'm talking to you as like as a as an entity, right? Like a, like a like a like a, like a, like a soul. I think the twelve rounds would be bestly questioned or, or answered answered by God. Okay, what is your biggest insecurity? You believe in God. Right? Um, why? Right? These are questions that we've all asked God at one point or the other, Anytime or have wondered, goes or goes good. Hey, I've been on the other side of that. Uh, who? Uh, oh, do, do these are questions I think we all, dude. Ultimate question to God is why, and that's on. It just encompasses. Can everything. you imagine that answer? Because I could. That would be, yeah. That would be that. And, and <laughs> I'm God, fool. What the fuck? And, and you, and, and you pretty much could take Why that. Not? And it'd be like that. But I think I don't think it's only because of that, right? I don't know God. Like, I don't. He's, I mean, I know God. I'm not. I'm. I don't know God as a dude. Like I'm sure he's cool. What if he's like a dope <laughs> homie and wears baggy pants? Yeah. What What if he's just like some dude in like a white t-shirt and blue jeans? Like. What if he's like a true hip hop head? <laughs> like what up, nigga? <laughs> Like, I don't know, listen you're... to prayers. I listen to underground hip hop. <laughs> 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 oh, Guru, she's chilling with him, that kind of stuff. But I think uh... him and Guru are rolling one up. Hey, get some of this, nigga. <laughs> the burning bush. And, and I don't, he was. Bur- he I don't, has, like <laughs> the ultimate fucking greatest <laughs> trees. Can you can you imagine God's? Can you imagine God's vinyl collection? That's what I'm saying, dude. Oh, why would man. he need a vinyl collection? He collected yo. Hey, man, <laughs> get down for No, it. because God... My, yeah, dude, he just has everybody perform on my his God would stage. be My God would be the kind of God that would have a vinyl collection. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> my God would be like dusty, like dusty crate fingers, you know, just digging and like, hey, check this out. And have like the sickest 
record player, right? And just like, shh. Can car. you imagine the extent of his collection? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> half of heaven is just vinyl, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so, I guess, uh, so like focusing, I'm not even say realistic, but like focusing, it would be Pac. A god would be awesome to have on Wake the Fuck Up. I think that would lend a lot of credibility to the show. We'll work on that. We'll <laughs> send them in a bit. But what about, uh, what about living uh, as in... Like, N- Neil deGrasse Tyson would be that one. Who's at the top of your list? But living, dude, I, 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 the day I get slug to sit here with me. You heard that. You heard slug that. is my top two. Yeah. Pac being the other one. That He's my top two. Like He would be the one that... I and I've never like shook his hand. Like it's gonna sound real, dude. Like, I've he's seen him. An awesome dude, bro. I've kicked it You've and chilled, slug? Uh, dude. Oh, I've shit. chilled with Ant and Slug. I was gonna say Ant's, oh, dude. I, I've hey. met Slug. I shook Ant's hand and I talked to him. Yo, never Slug. Yo, I'm gonna tell you this, dude. Okay, I'm a fucking huge Atmosphere fan, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. And at this point in time, when I'm speaking of, was Paid Deuce. Yeah. I want to say 2007-ish. Okay. We're at Paid Deuce, and I worked for Guerrilla Union as a DJ and a transporter. So Sick. I've got to... I got to meet Nas. Um, I got to sit down and chill with Ghostface. From LAX all the way to Ontario, Rock the Bells. So you were having conversations with Dude, no, 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 no. I was listening to his fucking, I forgot the album, dude, before he dropped the album of of singles. He was like, yo, what you got? What what you think? I was like, wow. Did you know Ghostface stopped smoking weed so he can, and he always does this for the entire time that he writes his albums? Oh, shit. Mm. That's personal what, shit. Was I never, this Supreme Clientele? I want. I, I think it was, dude. I think it was because he dropped it around the Rock the Bells era. Yeah. When Rock the Bells was still hip hop. Yep, yep. Anyways, we're not talking about that. Yeah. Um, so I got to do that. I got to chill and actually, well, I always I have gotten to chill a lot more with Cubert. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, I was getting up there and, and I was that dude that everybody know who I was. Like, yo, okay, cool. Backstage, I took all my cousins and we're chilling in the green room. And they had this this one particular green room that was, they let me go in, just go and chill. You know, if the artist comes in, cool. Because anybody that I chilled with or myself is everything's business to me. Yeah. I don't care if you are Ghostface. I don't care if you are Ant. I don't care if you are slug. You're not paying my bills. You are another artist like me, and I respect that. However, I, as a fan, I was a huge fan of, that, of Atmosphere, and I'm chilling, okay? And this this was the paid dues when they had fucking Humpty Hump, okay? This was the, that paid Digital dues, Underground. Digital yeah. Underground. So I got to chill with them. So I'm chilling, and we're, we're drinking. I was drinking with my cousins, right? And I'm, I'm like... Sip, sip, sip. Yo. And my cousin was sitting next to me. What the fuck, fool? What the fuck? And he's like, what, what, what? Fool, that's fucking Ant, fool. That's Ant. And I'm like, yeah. As a DJ, I looked at Ant because he was an ill producer. You know, DJ all together. I had to flip my lid. And and I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm going to go say hi to him. And I don't get starstruck, but motherfucker, I was starstruck. And I'm like, yeah. So I kind of got up and I turned... 
so what? Um, I turned around and I was like, let me gather myself real quick. I turned around. Him and Slug sit right next to us. Oh. What's up, fellas? Dude, you're like, you made me like spit my water out. Yo, <laughs> I didn't know what to say, dog. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. fucking starstruck. I've yeah. never been starstruck until I met Ant. And I've met a lot of artists. Yeah. And I was just like, hey. Hey. So, so I want you to picture this. Slug, walking into that door. My Tonys went straight to the floor. Having, nah. Having a, having a seat right here on this stage. I would just have so many. I, I would love to hear his fucking 12 answers. Yeah, dude. Um, because he's been at all four corners of this table. Mm-hmm. Meaning he's been on this hip-hop end. He's been on the group end. Yep. He's been on the solo artist. And he's not only envisioned himself as a hip-hop artist but did it as an artist because you listen to some of his tracks dude and you can really fucking vibe out with a lot of the shit from his songs fuck you lucy fuck you and your differences like dude at a point in time business end as a as a label head creator i mean like dude like there's so many things you can converse to uh, slug about with that it just it would be an ongoing interview forever, dude. And, and oh my gosh, dude! So that 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 would be the name that I would, I I would love to just like see him cross his own name off the list. Round five. That would be historic. Round five. Here's my dinger. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> okay. And this one, yeah, you're the dinger. <laughs> you're the yeah, dinger. Yeah, she is. This uh this might be a, a tough tough question to answer here, but. Um, where do you see the show in five years? Ooh, five years. Five years. Five years. And I know you and I have experienced this question before, and we didn't answer it on purpose. Hmm. Uh, just because we didn't want to think about it. Um, but now the question has arisen, uh, where do you see the show um, actually, where do you see the Wake the Flock Up Network in five years? How's that? Uh, the vision is not clear, right? So I don't have like a set game plan because I feel that would be fucking ridiculous for me to plan out five years from now. That's right. It'd be a waste of time to do it. Fuck whoever thinks differently. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how can you have a five-year plan? Motherfucker, you don't know what tomorrow is going to happen. And to say what? Oh, in five years I plan to be here? Okay, well, next year you have a new choice which is going to continue on your poorly proportioned plan. On... It's ridiculous. And if you if you sway off that plan, you're wrong. Right. right. And Fuck if that. this doesn't fall within your plan, you're not going to take advantage of that opportunity? Mm-hmm. Five years? I see us doing uh, live shows, performances, like uh, interviews, uh, at a venue, right? So, like, have venues like this. And have people pay to come see us interview evidence. Like a tour or, situation. Or yeah, and, and on definitely on tour within the next year. I want to go on tour and like even if it's just like up the coast, like go up to uh, Frisco, Sacramento, Oregon, Washington, and just go down and visit those artists and those scenes and check out that app, blah blah blah. Oh under the waste of flock of band, right? I wanna do that. Uh, uh, I wanna do um, have our own shows that definitely on our heart. And, and all this stuff be, be proportioned 
to be like distributed and, and sent out to different places. Uh, I also see like a live version of the show happening, like on like on YouTube, like a, like a live streaming thing. I want to also get that established. Um, I want to have um, different shows on the network besides the three that we're already making, right? Because I don't know, dude. I love Abstract Death. Abstract Rudy's awesome, but I don't know what he has in plan for the show because every time I talk to him, it's always something new that he has planned out for the show. I know that I'm doing so I'm like uh, I don't know where that's gonna go I hope it leads somewhere good and if anything dude at the very end I'll be able to say I did two episodes of that show whatever so for me it was just a, it was just another way to kind of like develop a brand um, I I for five I want to dude I want to eat off of this with you next year like I don't want to I want to have enough sponsors and whatever it is to eat off of this pay my bills off of this whether it be because it got picked up or it got development deal or whatever it is, uh, I want to eat off Wake the Flock Up. And that way it'll be like a sink or swim shit. Like, dude, this is the only thing to pay my bills. It has to work. You'll put in that much effort into it, you know? Yeah. Um, so that, that would that would be it, dude. Like, I just want to see it progress and have it be a positive light, like a positive beacon in hip hop. I want it to be an example of how interviews should be conducted and be clear why you should conduct that. Why your 15-minute interviews are cool, but they're that promotional interviews. Get your in, dude. The, the actor studio with James Lipton. Great yes, show. You've seen it. Oh, you've yeah. seen it. You don't even know you've seen it, right? And he has a, a series of, of questions that he asks. He didn't come up with them though, right? But he has. Yeah. He, uh, what is your favorite sound? How's it go? One more time. What? Wow. <laughs> what is your favorite cuss word? Face fuck. Right. Or fuck face. Fuck face. <laughs> Jennifer Connelly said fuck face was your favorite word. Um, and this one. Very dope. I was going to say you watch way too much stuff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> too much Jennifer Connelly. Uh, last question is this. If heaven is real, what are the what would you like to hear God say as you walk in through the pearly gates? He didn't make the question, it came from somebody else, right? If heaven is real, right? Kind of a pussy way to ask a question. Right? You're kinda of like, oh, I don't want to offend you, you might not believe in this, so I'm gonna kinda of word it this way. Yeah, it should be when you die, what do you want to God? Oh, uh, what if heaven's real? Uh, what is the first thing you would love to hear God say as he walks in through the pearly gate? That, it's been answered by everyone. Robin Williams. What's up, everyone. motherfucker? That, or, you know, it's, it's, people really answer them. I mean, and that's the there's I understand why he's asking them. I understand why he's interviewing them. And I understand why it's important to have those separate interviews. Because the answer will uh, explain what's final the personality of the artist. The heart? Just the heart like, of the person. Dude, we, they've had some really fucked up answers and some really like in-depth ones. Like the kid that died that was from heroin. Corey something. Uh, Corey Montague, I think. What show was he on? He was on Glee. Oh, the head guy, he's in Corey, right? Uh-huh. He gave a real like dark and twisted fucked up answer, but it was, now you're looking back knowing that he died of a heroin overdose. You're like, oh, he obviously had issues, right? I he, wonder if Heath Ledger was on that show. I'm pretty sure he was. I'm not sure. Watch that. 
But he asked the guy, he goes, what, is, what would you like to hear God say to you? He goes, I'm sorry I wasn't there. This is my attempt to make it up to you. Or something within those lines, right? Dude, this is like a 20-year-old kid answering this question. Heroin addict at that point. No one knew he was a heroin addict. His girlfriend knew, and then he, he was supposed to be okay. He overdosed later on, like two years later. All I'm saying is like, dude, that's the kind of in-depth things that really they really expose themselves with the whys and, and all this other stuff right it's important to have those questions it's important for hip-hop to ask those questions of their mcs hold them accountable it's important to sit people down to the fucking put their the heat to their to their feet and be like look and you gotta we gotta know we gotta understand we gotta find out we gotta go on instead of just continuously pulling out bullshit pulling out bullshit excusing it because it's the trendy shit to do you don't really want to ruffle any feathers, blah, blah, blah. Dude, screw that. Ruffling feathers gets the fucking birds out of the way. I don't know. Whatever. It just <laughs> keeps the fucking flow moving. If you don't ruffle any feathers, it's just going to, you know, like. Separates them from the flock. <sighs> you got to wake them up. Wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Fucking kick a bird. Move a pigeon. Do something progressive. That's what I'm saying. Round five. Round six. You already said round five. <laughs> Did I? Oh, I thought it was round four. Man. Okay, was that four? That okay. was four. What you got for five? Okay, round five. Ding it. See, it's harder than it looks to keep track of these rounds. I got to do ding, 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 fucking 12 of them. No, the only reason why is this is this is my signature question. This is uh, the question that I like to ask during my interviews. Here okay. No, you I cannot have his underwear. <laughs> Are you the uh, If Again. there was one piece of advice that you can pass down... Um, to an up-and-coming MC mm-hmm. or artist, what would it be? Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith in in yourself. Um, a life without God or a life without focus. It's a very lonely life. Um, it, and it's important for you to belittle yourself. Dude, don't, you're not that dope. That's what I would tell them. You're not that dope. And you need to understand it and live life like that. I don't think that I'm the dopest person or the greatest person to ever interview someone. Right? That's not what I'm saying. Um, I understand where I'm at and I get it. I'm with it. But if I think that I'm the greatest, right? I'm a fool. Dude, there's so much, so many better people out there that have been able to get things out of people and, 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 and develop, you know? Um, as an artist, as an MC, dude, there's people out there that are way better than you. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to succeed more than that. Your hustle has to be there. There's no, there's no substitution for your hustle. Your dopeness, how good you are at something, is never, ever going to get you anywhere if you don't have the drive and the ambition, the determination, the hard work to get it there. It's 90% hustle, 10% skill. 5% skill and 95% hustle. That's why, dude, that's why, like, like uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why it, it takes a long time for people to, like, really realize what their life, what's happening, what's going on in there. Because they think that because they're good, it should be given to them. Especially in our game. Especially in the pop. Nothing, no one's going to hand you shit. No one's going to hand you anything. It's going to take your wife being upset at you. It's going to take you not seeing your baby's first steps. It's going to take you 
working on the weekends because you have to go do the show on Friday, Thursday, Tuesday, and then go do the show on Monday. It's going to take all this. You're not sleeping. I haven't slept. I, I stayed up for two days, the last two days. I t- only today did I sleep six hours because I went to work on call. My boss called me, come cover the shift, 12-hour shift at 9 o'clock at night. I didn't sleep, but I knew that I got flight coming up. I know I got a show coming up. Gotta go work, gotta go determine, gotta go build, right? No one's gonna hand you shit. So my piece of advice would be um, focus on yourself and dude, no, there's no substitute for hard work. It's just not, right? Gary knows this, Dips knows this. And, 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 and dude, no one really cares about your shit the way you care about your shit. And remember that. Right, but what I'm saying is like, uh, this brand, whatever you're building, whatever is your baby to you, is not your, it's not their baby to anyone else. And live life accordingly, and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. No one should be responsible whether you succeed or fail, but you. Right? That's that would be my piece of advice: is just keep a focus, keep the faith, believe in yourself, um, and you're not that good. You are the official first. Winner of <laughs> the five rounds. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Aside from that, yeah. this is Dips. And I got a personal question. Okay. This question, because I, I, I really look. Eight at, and a half inches. Whoa. Seven, while seven you're laying point down? One. Oh, no. Seven, 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 seven point one four inches. <laughs> to be exact. That's it? That's cute. Um, Gary Pope. I really love the name. Yeah. George? Uh, the wake the flock up name. Yeah. How did you get that name? What? Where did you get that wake the flock up? Because when I first heard the name, wake the fuck up. No, 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 no. Wake the flock up. That's fucking deep, bro. Because you're not referring to one fucking person. You're referring to every motherfucker with an ear. It's such a fucking creative name. I love what you told me that Elliot Ness doesn't say each one teach one. No. Each one teach, teach many, many. Right? So uh, then that's new to me. That I haven't heard before. And that makes more sense. That I agree. But I get it. Each one teach one. If they pass it down, get it. The day Wake the Flock Up was struggled a lot. Fluent was there. Presently when we were working it out, the wife was there. Dude, it took a long time to like narrow it down. We were calling each other and texting each other, hey, dude, how about this one? How about that? Or whatever, open eye, blah, 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 all this stuff. And um, wake the flock up. I'm very, I'm aware that it's wake the fuck up. People get, but I wanted it to be kind of something that people would recognize and think of that they already were familiar with, even though they hadn't been. So WTFU, wake the fuck up, right? WTFU, wake the flock up. I understood that it was going to be recognized and mem- remembered by people um, that hadn't known, that hadn't seen anything or done anything with the show, that they were going to be able to recognize, right? So that on labeling purposes for advertisement, it made sense. It does. On a more personal level, I, I like I told you, they, I, I want to do a show where we display the hip hop artist to be a smart, intelligent, hardworking individual, right? We need to wake them up. 
because right now, dude, we're all asleep. A lot of people are asleep to just life in general. We just they just zombie their way through work and zombie their way through traffic, zombie their way home, and then that's the end of the day. They don't question anyone. They don't want to question. They don't want the answers. They don't want to know. That's why they just rather not ask. You don't have the answers concept. <laughs> they, they don't, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to ask because it disrupts your reality and you don't want anything that'll fuck with how comfortable you are right now. That's what it is. So, so what you're saying is people are, are scared of what they don't know. People are sheep and we all know that. Yeah. We all know that for a fact. And the people that are sm- the smart people right, take advantage of that fact that we're all sheep, right? So flock makes sense to me. Flock, society, the masses, right? And since hip-hop is the largest um, genre of music on the planet, not even arguably, because country doesn't do that shit in Africa, right? Maybe maybe metal, right? You can see Panthera, you know, shirts on people in in, in Africa. You'll see ACDC shirts. I'm not sure if they know what it means. Electronic music. It's pretty big. It's pretty big, right? But for me, I would say that there's not electronic uh, McDonald's commercials or electronic. Uh, there actually is. Is, is there electronic I mean, I mean, McDonald's commercials? Listen to the background of 99.9% of it's either dubstep, um, any of these dance competitions that they have in air on, 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 on uh, regular Fox and all these are all. So, okay, so arguably the largest genre of music on the planet, right? Right. But the only thing I'm saying is that I don't think any other genre has kind of shifted the world the way hip-hop has, right? Kind of has been encompassed in, and because they realize, oh, this is what the youth is fucking with. Then this is where the money is going to be in advertising for them. So make the black guy rap on the McDonald's commercials and make the, that's what I'm saying. So it's a flock. It's, it's a music of the masses. It's a music of the masses. Even though they take it and it's distributed to them in a very organized fashion as in, this is who's hot right now. This is what's hot right now. This is the way to do it. This is the way to walk. This is the way your pants. This is the way. It's very organized the way it's pushed out. If you wake them up to the fact that there's an underground hip-hop scene, not known publicly, the flock, right? Then um, you disrupt that. And that's what I want. Especially politically, too. Politically, man. Politically alone. Right now, I haven't really gotten into the political, my political views and aspects on the show. That's going to change after these 100 episodes. Because now I feel the confidence that the audience is going to trust who I bring on. That's why I want to get like my pastor in here and get some political figures. Get some political people that can really tell us what's going on and what's happening. Possibly some candidates uh, or not candidates. Well, some you do. You, you can always start. You just start with small government. Do get like a, 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 a local city council, state government. city council yeah. meeting, and find out what. Dude, Santa Ana is popping with city council drama and people protesting all this. No one knows it. That's not on the news, right? But they're fighting for immigrant rights and they're fighting for this and all that stuff. And the the flocks need to know who they're voting for. We're, we're, the we're, name yeah. Wake the Flock Up is pretty much my attempt to do exactly what the name says. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where it came from. Um, we landed on it maybe four or five days after just going back and forth, going back and forth, going back and forth. And I told him, dude, wake the flock up. And at first it was like, oh, we don't, I don't know, dude. It was kind of weird. And I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. But I kept going back to it. I'm like, dude, I just love the way this sounds. I just love the way it sounds. And then I hit... And then Fluent did the mic, 
with the flock of them with the little microphone yeah. and everything. And then Seek, he did the design. And, and after was, that, it was official. It was history. I was like, this is it. This is it right here, dog. Yeah. It's actually pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. Well, from me at King's Corner, I want to fucking officially congratulate you on 100 episodes, bro. Thank you, man. I and appreciate I fucking it. definitely wish you a thousand more. So... In five years from now, I hope you're not here at my fucking spot no more. <laughs> and I mean that with the utmost fucking respect because yeah. I fucking hope to hear you on the fucking airways and say, hey, I was part of the beginning. Yeah. Mm. And hopefully I'll be part of that shit when you're there too. Yeah, absolutely. All we do here is build. That's what hip hop does. If anything, five years from now, Dips will be running one of the studios that we yep. have. We'll be yep. running the, 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 the shirts and the, the, all the promo and all that stuff. Like, we need someone to take care of that. That would be too hey. easy. Get King's Corner hey. in the rocket. And then, uh, uh, Floyd, thank you for everything you do. I really appreciate that, man. Like, from the gra- I know I bug you sometimes. What, when, even when you're not around. <laughs> I mean, just uh, the graphics <laughs> and all the extra time you've taken out of your projects and out of your time as... As a man and as a human, as an MC, to help me succeed in this show that we got going on. You were there from the beginning. That's why I shot you out every single episode because you deserve the credit on every single episode as well. Thank you, man. And you're my brother. You know, I've Absolutely. been here from the start and I'll always Are be you guys going to take your shirts off and hug now? All right. <laughs> Let's hug naked. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Uh, all right. Oh. You're involved too. Hey, I said, Ugh. Nancy said, eh. Let's see what happens. Let's see where this goes. Hydro has a smile on his face. Like he's like, I'm glad I didn't bring my camera. He's got the camera ready. Whoa, whoa. That's that 2016 porn tape, huh? Easy. (laughs) So for King's Corner. King's Corner, guys. For Nancy Yo Mama Biscuits. Biscuits. The juices for Hydro the villain brown. Stop fucking record reporting me on Facebook, assholes. Assholes. For Concept 714. 714. Hip hop everywhere. Every this motherfucking is where. Rhythm. Hey. Asking you. What? Begging you. Telling what? you. Gosh damn it. To wake the, the flock up. up. Yeah. 100 episodes, baby. 100 Woo! episodes. <laughs> Strong, baby. Get them. <laughs>